If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Oh, people at home! You DWI podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am joined, as always, by the man, the myth, the legend, the other half of the world's greatest tag team. Never. It's him. It is him. It does be DPP. We needed a slight WrestleMania size change. That oh, was just a little change to the intro. But it's WrestleMania weekend, baby, and we got a TriCast. So let's do this shit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Mr. Dave Ungar from the Attitude of Aggression, Bandwagon Nerds, Hockey Talk, and the Big Four. How you doing, Dave? Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah. It's like my computer was like, I'm not going to unmute you. It's like, I, hey, you don't you don't need to talk. You know, I Dave, feel like Dave, he just he, he was he waiting for his intro song. Yeah. yeah. Best friend. He, he knows what's going on. <laughs> I'm good, man. It's it is WrestleMania weekend. It is uh, it is upon us, gentlemen. Finally, it is here. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited. Feel these nipples, all that You're going. sort of fun stuff. You're we going. Are. We, are, we are going tomorrow morning. We head down for NXT Stand and Deliver, which should be a good show. And the two nights of WrestleMania, and then a stay over at the Candy Cane Inn right next to Disneyland, so the wife can go to Downtown Disney and mess around a little bit. So hey, nothing wrong with that. Everybody winds oh. up happy. Everybody's happy, exactly. Yes, there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, indeed, like you heard already, it is a a TriCast. And when it's a TriCast, none of us three are the main event. The main event is here. He's from across the pond. He's a living legend as far as wrestling interviews go. He is the one man. What do you got, a half an Instagram? It's still still half an Instagram, and it's going to continue to be half an Instagram. (laughs) None other than formerly of the Sunday Segway, still working on things with the dad cast. It's Kenny Killa. 
your boys here again. Um, it's always a pleasure to be with my boys from across the pond. Your boy Kenny Killers in the building. What up, peeps? So you told us uh, before we started here that you took off Monday. So now, obviously, you know, NXT show Saturday morning here or early afternoon here in the States is perfect for you, right? You're like, oh, shit, I wish they'd have pay-per-views over there in the morning all the time. Um, <laughs> what's your What's your plan? Uh, I would imagine Saturday, the first night one, would be safe to assume you're going to stay up. And then you took off of work Monday. Are you staying up to watch them live? Or are you just going to kind of, is that the plan? Yeah. Every WrestleMania, so me and the boys, I mean, pretty much majority of the big pay-per-views, me and the boys, uh, we, we do this single pay-per-view pizza. Uh, so, yeah, we, you know, buy a big-ass pizza, you know, and watch the pay-per-view. WrestleManias, we always watch live, man. So we go around to my friend's house. And, uh, yeah, we, we just watch it, you know, each night live. Um, so, yeah, took the Monday, Monday off work because, as you know, over here in the UK, pay-per-views pretty much start at 1.00. Uh, and and your know, one AM finish around four four thirty. Um so yeah, it's uh it's a slog but it's worth it. Definitely worth it around WrestleMania time for sure. So there you have it folks. We're all invested. And if you haven't been listening to the Chairshot Radio Network, we've been pumping out as much WrestleMania uh build up content as we can. I did mention the big four before uh, another uh, version, another chapter of that dropped this week, Dave. Can you let everybody know what that, where we're at there in the Big Four, and what is the Big Four? People need to know. The the Big Four project is something we've been doing on Attitude of Aggression lately. Since there's too many podcasts covering the current content, it's like, well, why should I do that anymore? Uh, so we decided to do a retrospective on the Big Four pay-per-views. Uh, the of course, everybody knows the big four pay-per-views. Although I will, I will clue you in, Tony, for little periods of time, it'll be the big five pay-per-views because King of the Ring and Money in the Bank have been referred to as a big five pay-per-view. But you know, which I'm not complaining because some of the King of the Ring matches have been tremendous, including a Hell in a Cell match we all know about. But anyway, yeah, it's it's a it's a retrospective of the big four pay-per-views of WWE in chronological order. We just completed Chapter Five, which was looking at Royal Rumble 1989 and WrestleMania 5, which concludes 95%, concludes the Mega Powers rise, fall, explosion, you know, that sort of storyline, which is still being debated as uh, amongst many of us as the greatest storyline in wrestling history. Although the bloodline, maybe we'll see what happens. You know, we will see what happens, how it pays off. But, but that's what we got going on. And yeah, chapter six will be SummerSlam 89, Survivor Series 89. And then we get right to the re- to the ultimate challenge, which I know Tuddy is rubbing his hands together. He is looking forward to that one. So, yeah, last chapter was really good. I listened back to the first uh, while I was driving to the golf course and back today, listened to the first part of that, uh, the stuff me, you, and Rob did. I thought that was really good. And, um, yeah, it's, it, we're, it's, it's one of my favorite periods in wrestling history that we're talking about. Go ahead, Kenny. Dave, bro, you need to get me on one of these shows. Not Dude, we joking. do it sometimes. We sometimes we do it Sunday morning too, so that'd be perfect for him. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I'm, like SummerSlam '90 and Royal Rumble '91, those two, hundred percent, bro. Get me in on those. All right, Dave. I heard him, and I'm I'm SummerSlam '90 because it was at Wembley Rumble Stadium. I'm Dave's secretary oh, for that was '94. So, Dave, I'll make sure to send out the invite to Kenny on those dates. I was like, I was like, SummerSlam '90. Which one? Oh, that's Warrior against Rude in the cage match, right? 
Yes. All right. Perfect. Yep. Bret Hart. That's ninety one. That's ninety one. Tornado. Fucking Texas tornado. Texas tornado. Carrie Von. Yeah, Carrie Von something. So. Uh, the reason I bring that up, folks, is, you know, you're listening to DWI podcast Saturday morning here before WrestleMania. If you got chores to do, you got some running around. Maybe you got to go watch the kids play some stupid ass sports. Maybe you're making dinner before the show starts, cleaning up the house a little bit. You got people coming over. Pop the earbuds in and listen to the latest version of the Big Four. And here's why it's actually relevant, because 30 plus years ago was possibly the greatest storyline in wrestling history. And 30 plus years later, this weekend, we're watching possibly the fruition or just the beginning of a different part of a chapter for the bloodline, which has been compared to said storyline as far as greatness goes. So just wanted to bring that up. Kenny, real quick, what's going on, Dadcast? I know you guys shut down the podcast and doing the things in person, but you're still working on some stuff, I thought. Uh, no, so Dadcast is going gonna, is gonna to cease as a business, um, but we are going to plan to potentially do some some stuff later on. Um, potentially in the year, but we've got a lot going on at the moment um, with out, other outside projects. So um, it will be back at some point, but it will most probably be in the form of a, a podcast um, or a YouTube show. So yeah, just watch this space and obviously I will send updates your way. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I'm about, so I, up until then, I'll still be about for wrestling um, podcasts. So just holler at your Listen, boy. You'll still find them on the TriCast for the big four that we try to do here, uh, uh, the four of us, as far as WWE pay-per-views go. And you will, after WrestleMania, as we get into the summer of wrestling, we're going to start debuting on Chairshot Radio Network some vintage, classic, wonderful interviews from the man himself, Mr. Slapnuts, Kenny Killa. And, and folks, the list of people that you're going to get to hear him talk to and get story, you know, back and forth stories, it, it's, it's excellent. So keep that in mind. All right. DWI Podcast, 371. When we come back, we're actually going to talk about wrestling. WrestleMania 39, ChairShot Radio Network on all of your favorite streaming platforms. TheChairShot.com, always use your head and head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about this beautiful WrestleMania set. See you on the other side. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thecheshire.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thecheshire.com. No. Thechairshot.com. 
always use your head. It was there. Somebody tell Kreeber to get off. Yeah, tell me tell Kreeber to get off her ass and hit her mark. Okay, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> she knows I love her. All right, gentlemen, have any of you seen on social media the video of the debut of of the WrestleMania set where it ends with the skateboards going down the ramp and jumping into the ring? Dave, you said uh, yes. Yeah, I literally just watched it before we jumped on. Like, literally, like, two minutes, and I sent it to my wife and uh, said, hey, look at this set, and, uh, yeah, just checked it out. Just go to WWE's Twitter feed, guys, and it was about six hours ago. It's just, you can kind of check it out now. It looks amazing. This looks like it has the potential to be one of the best sets they've ever done, and with the way that they've continued to improve all of that, um, I wonder if they're going to bring back those 8K cameras like they did those with the walkouts for a while. I'm surprised they I mean, got rid those of them. Yeah. Kenny, what do you think? Um, I, what I think of the set. Did you see it? No, you didn't no. see it yet. See it? No, no, no. But, you, you know, the way you, you're describing it sounds nuts. Yeah. Um, let's see what we can do here for a second. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Okay, they're bringing the big guns out. Okay. Yeah, it looks amazing. Check that out if you guys can. It's right on WWE's uh, Twitter feed. I'm sure it's on other things as well, but I'm looking forward to that. What's your favorite Mania set that comes to mind off the top of your head? I can I can start. I... um. I think it was uh, 20, 24. That was at Michaels and, and Flair down at the Orange Bowl, right? With the big, huge tent over the top and the long ramp and the beautiful setting as they came out there. I, I really like that one. You kind of got the outdoor feeling um, with, with still having the coverage over the top. It's kind of fun when they can pan out to the sky, but anybody else got one that comes to mind real quick? I Don't say WrestleMania. What is it? What was what was Caesars? Nine, ten? Nine, baby. Nine. Yeah, yeah, dude. That, that, that was actually that, a good... The, the event sucks, okay, but the... Here the, we go. Maybe it's, the, a, maybe it's a dual cast next on, time. Yeah, I don't know what's going <laughs> the on. The set was cool with the Roman Coliseum in the background. I mean, Bobby Brain... Bobby the Brain Heenan coming in backwards on a camel. Come on. I mean, I'll give you that one. I'll give the, you that the, 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 event, the event shit, but I the set was not the problem with that event. Let's be honest. No, no. Uh, True story. True story. Anybody else got one come to mind? Uh, 30, 35. Um, the one I went to um, was, was nice uh, just because I was there in person. And there was the, the Huger Dome um, 98, just because that was, you know, uh, a vivid memory in my head in terms of some of the first WrestleManias that I watched. Um, I never realized that, you know, places could be so, you know, so big, it, you know, in terms of a dome, um, apart from like football stadiums and stuff, you know, so that was definitely a, an eye opener for me. But they've definitely got progressively better as we've, you know, obviously, um, you know, now we're in 2023, it's got progressively better. Um, so every year I'm excited to see what set they're going to put out. Yeah, like uh, the ones I've been to, like 31 was good, 32 in Dallas, the first time they were in Dallas. That was, I think the set last year is probably a little bit better. The one in New Orleans was was solid, um, that's for sure. But like when they did 33, when they went back to that stadium you're talking about, Tony, that ramp was too fucking long. I mean, that thing was ridiculous. <laughs> or did they just have way too many old guys coming down there? I don't know, man. But I mean, they they were smart about Taker. They brought him up in the middle of the uh, of the rampway, and, and I'm like, 
<laughs> like these girls who just did the the uh, skateboarding, it's like, man, give them that ramp in Orlando, they'd still be rolling down that thing right now. <laughs> DP, anything come to mind for you? Not really. That I mean, the I was going to mention the New Orleans one. I thought that one was good for thirty. Uh, I don't thirty not, and thirty four. Not particularly one in, that I can think of in general. Um, nah. Okay. All right. Well, stay tuned in tomorrow to see a beautiful. I'm interested to see what the NXT is going to look like as well. Where is that from, Dave? Again, that's at Crypto.com, formerly known okay. as Staples Center. So they, you know, whatever they're called, Crypto. It's so stupid. Ah, Staples. Staples had a ring to it. Crypto just sounds like what? Bigfoot's going to be there. What's happening? Mm, kind of like the actual money people would put into a fake currency. That's not looking so great. As a friend of mine who's a very, very who's a who's a CPA who does multi-billion dollar deals once asked me, I said, what do you think of that crypto? And he goes, well, let me ask you a question. Can you go to the grocery store and buy bread with it? Not yet. The answer, the answer was, oh, that's an even worse answer, Dan. The <laughs> real answer is no. All right, we're going to stop being political and we're going to move on because I got a little thing. I got a question to answer you, ask you guys. You want answers? Answer my question! You want answers? The question, jerk! You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Oh, yes, I can. Gentlemen, who's going to headline night one? And by headline, who's going to be the last match of night one? This is in, this is, is, this, it, this is like this the WrestleMania biggest... will be known, actually, as the feud between Greg and Tunney. Which, <laughs> listen, guys, I'm just trying to create WrestleMania moments, all right, in any way I can possible. You know, that's just, I, I think that, Kenny, here, here's the deal. I think that in the Rhea Ripley movie trailer spoof, John, John Cena asks her, how does it feel to be the main event of WrestleMania? To me, I feel like that was announcing that that was going to be the match that had that went last night one because in the same night on the same show Cody Rhodes comes out and talks about how him and Roman will headline night two and points to the sign so what are your thoughts here I know there's the clip of Jay Uso or Jimmy saying main event Uso's but that's Jimmy's nickname too I, obviously I'm biased here I have my thought are you on the Greg side of things or are you on the Tunny side of things plain and simple this is this is the evidence okay Royal Rumble the whole thing around Royal Rumble is you're going to win Royal Rumble and main event WrestleMania. That's, that's, it, that's what they've always promoted. They promoted that this year as well. Um, so the winner of the men's is going to be in the main event of WrestleMania and the winner of the women's is going to be in the main event of WrestleMania, which means it's going to be the women. I personally think um, and want it to be uh, for the, the, the tag titles. It's the, it's, you know, the biggest tag title match in such a long time um and it's been the better built um you know match so yeah that's my personal opinion anyway dave you already know what i'm gonna say i i mean i've i've i'm on i'm on the greg side of the fence on this one and and greg greg's been talking about how to uh, take that best friend clip dp and <laughs> take it off the soundboard no, i mean <laughs> <laughs> Greg's been making the same argument that I made, like probably like right around. I maybe I I think I actually said it before because I I said it before I'd ever heard Greg say it, and I did it on the uh, I think it was chapter four of the Big Four Project, Tony, at, near the end where I was talking about how I thought Sammy if and at that point the match wasn't even official yet, but I thought if Sammy and KO are taking on the Usos, 
it should main event night one for a couple reasons. A, yeah, there has not been a tag team match main eventing WrestleMania since WrestleMania one. So they're way overdue on that. The women have had a couple of shots and I know it's going to get politicized and people are going to say, well, you're marginalizing the women again. No, you're not. You know, they, they, they have, they women's Royal rumble went on after the men this year. So it is not like it was before where the women aren't getting fair exposure. Uh, WWE has been criticized for years about marginalizing their tag team division. You want to put a focus on that, have the tag team match the main event of night one. My concern is that it, it, it that that match main of that match going on last night one has nothing to do with tag team wrestling at all. Not a fucking thing in the world. It all has to do with the fact that we're in the midst of one of the greatest storylines of all time. They could give. They could still give two fucking shits about tag team wrestling. I'm not. Look, I'm not, say, I'm not dis- enough to take their fatal fucking four ways and turn it into number one contenders matches. Who gives a flying fart about the goddamn fucking fatal four way? And they they mix the the. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, finish. <laughs> no, I, I I tend to agree with you as far as them not being like all in on tag teams. But my concern is if you put Sammy and KO on earlier. Um. Unless they're losing, and I don't think they are, unless they're losing, then you run the risk of the crowd just checking out for Rhea and Charlotte, and they shouldn't. And I think that's that's a big risk because Sami Zayn, you're Wrestler of the Year, Tony. You're overall Wrestler of the Year from the Swaggy well, Awards. Sure. Maybe the most most entertaining person in all of The most over guy there is. So, yeah, I mean, if, if, if they win and then Charlotte and Rhea come out afterwards, then I don't know. I think it, I think it takes away from what should be a real focal point of night one of WrestleMania by having them coming out. You know, if you had do co-main events, whatever, you know, have Charlotte and Rhea come in the next to last match and then KO and Sammy. <laughs> Tony's not impressed. D- DP, Tony's not impressed. I, I've, I've not surprised. Yeah. Say. No, not at all. Not at all. No. Break it up. You break it up with some, something in the middle. Um, so in between the matches, um, just for, so everyone can kind of go in and reset themselves. Um, you know, maybe get your boy LA Knight come out and do some shenanigans and just yeah. rile up the crowd and say, yeah. 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 Let me talk to you. The glass breaks and Stone Cold comes out and beats his ass. <laughs> eh. Yes. Yes. Stone Cold turned down beating Roman Reigns at WrestleMania to face LA Knight. Yes, exactly. No. <laughs> Let me talk to you. What? That would be funny, actually. Yeah. A bunch of yeah. What? What? Yeah. yeah. What? what? They're talking. Yeah. All these surprises what? are coming for WrestleMania. Yeah, so. Well, we can do that first. Rand- the Viper has landed, by the way. What you guys got for surprises? I, I think a really interesting thing is you could use Randy one of two ways. If Riddle's ready to go, you could fire that right back up and have them cost the Usos, and that puts a whole other thing in. But the better one is, and we've all been thinking it, if Roman's taking some time off, Cody needs to work towards something. And what better way to you know, have Randy come out and congratulate him after the win and give him the RKO out of nowhere and set something up for the summer, culminating at SummerSlam. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be mad at it. Kenny, what do, what do you think about where Where does Randy Orton fit in on this thing? Yeah, I, I wouldn't be mad about it, but it's just like you, you need to save those kind of surprises for after WrestleMania. This is one of the biggest WrestleManias. The story has been built so well every 
everything needs to be culminating without anything else being involved but the key players. So Orton will definitely be a surprise on, on Raw. He should be. And obviously Riddle's probably um, good, good to go. But the best thing about this, though, is that there's so much fresh matches to look forward to, you know, after this. So, yeah, hold it off, man. Hold it off. DP, Dave, any other any other things you guys think surprise-wise we might see? I mean, what about, like, a lot of these free agent guys? Like, we haven't heard anything about Jay White in a long time. Yeah, that's that's and a possibility. You know, that, you, know, you know what that smells like? Teen Spirit? WWE. Oh, sorry. <laughs> when all the, you know, think about that, though. When all of a sudden you don't hear anything about somebody, that usually means WWE went, okay, here's the bag. Now shut the fuck up until we're ready. And I'm on the board of having those the raw after something else. Like that's just Kenny's, what Kenny's, I like. You and Kenny are right. Yeah, I, I like though. I like it that way better because, like Kenny said, you know, this is like the culmination of storylines, ending something, starting new the next day. Although, you know, Triple H does like to do that stuff. He does. You know, he's always done that with NXT. Or the next guy comes in line right after the match is over or whatever, and. He does like to do those surprises. He did them, what is it, SummerSlam when Bailey and uh, Damage Control debuted, you know, came back. So, like, he likes to do that stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him have, have something like that happen. But I think you keep him away from the Bloodline storyline because, it, like Kenny was saying, you know, that you got this so that's the story is so good. You don't need to interrupt that right now. Well, let it finish I... out here with the with with these two matches and then move on. My my thing with it would have been Roman's taking time off. That was my caveat, right? Right. So like you kind of, you're not you're not ending you're culminating this. I don't know part of it or Arkham whatever. Story. Yeah, but I don't know. It, this is why this is so great. There's so many possibilities, right? I mean, and WWE never point, paints himself into a corner. Jay White's somebody I'd hold for the Raw after Mania because. I think, you know, you, Raw after Mania has kind of got watered down the last few years, and this is going to be, this This is Triple H's baby this year. So I think he kind of wants is, to make this kind of bigger Mania deal. Crypto? What? Is Raw after Mania at Crypto? Yes. Okay, that makes right. sense. Um, starting to hear for the first time in a long time a little bit of rumors about possibly The Rock showing up. Um. I don't know. I mean, maybe Dwayne feels like he needs to rebuild his rep a little bit after the Black Adam fiasco. Maybe I'm I'm not sure, but I've heard a few little rumblings about about uh, the Rock showing up, which that would certainly be interesting. Yeah. Okay. Around the horn, we'll do two things. Uh, around the horn, Rock, yes or no? Oh, Austin, yes or no? Dave. Rock, no. Austin, yes. Dan. Both knows. Kenny? Both knows. I don't know. <laughs> Way to commit to a position there, Tony. <laughs> well, fuck The Rock and Stone Cold, by the way. They both <laughs> fucked me over in the last year or so. You know, I was doing so well. I mean, like, I'm on a three-year fucking run here, and these guys just fuck everything up for me all in one fucking scoop, you know? Austin comes back and does what he did with KO, and now The Rock pussies out on Roman Reigns. I mean, fuck that shit. You know, Can nobody think of C. Tunney? If we want to see, you talk about Jay White, if you want to see somebody make a debut at WrestleMania, and maybe it's Jay White, I could see the that spot where he where he comes in, 
costing Seth freaking Rollins a match against Logan Paul. Because I could see Rollins and Jay White could have a hell of a show for a while there, and That's Seth Rollins awesome. can help get yeah, guys. Dan, he... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Either that, or he, yeah, he comes out after the match, so he just beats he beats Logan, and you just hear some music, and everyone's like, "Oh shit, what's going on here?" And then you know Jay White comes out, and who knows what happens there? You know, even if he does come out, but that would be. Seth Rollins against Jay White. Oh my God! Yeah, okay, man. I think Seth needs Seth yeah. needs to win at Mania. He really does, you know. Well, it keeps him he away from it, it keeps him away from the title picture with Cody Rhodes for a little while too, because they, they might not want to jump back to that right away. That could be WrestleMania next year. Yeah. All right, let's get into this weekend. We've had some fun chit-chat on what's going on with all of us and all the great great content you can find. We've talked about how we feel about the matches set up and the set and surprises. Gentlemen, night one, opener, announced John Cena, Austin Theory. That Austin Theory promo in an empty arena tells me all I need to know about Austin fucking theory. That was pretty sad. That when, was when they, that was dumb. When they did that, that I'm like, boy, it. they recorded it and still put it out there when they didn't have to. He was bad. <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. And I thought the same thing, man, when they, when they went to that and it was like, Oh, empty arena. I'm like, and this is the best they can do. I'm like, they're just showing right off the bat that he just doesn't have that he's not there yet. And the whole reason Cena talked to him, talked down to him so bad on raw, which some people thought was over the top, but you know, fuck, look at, look at this. I mean, it's not, that's not good. It's not a good build for that, which is unfortunate because it's, it, it deserves better than that. And I, I want Austin theory to get better. I do. I'm not saying he's, you know, horrible, but he needs a lot of work. <laughs> and it's obviously, very much, we we said, did we say this a couple weeks ago? You know, this is kind of sink or swim for him, and right now it's sinking, and that's not good. Yeah, I think from a logical standpoint, right? What they've done in terms of the setup, you had seen it out there, like you know, kind of bury him, all right, and mention these key things. You know, are you going to be able to stand out there after you know WrestleMania? What's going to happen after WrestleMania? That is, uh, there's no way in hell they have set this up like they have, you know, without having some kind of plan of him maybe pre presented differently after WrestleMania. Um, there's no way because they just shed a spot, they shed a light on that fact. Everyone's going to be looking at him after after Mania, and if they haven't got a different presentation for him, then he's he's fucked. He's literally fucked because at the moment his cadence is all wrong. I I actually like him as a wrestler, and I think that he could he can go far, but he just needs to be presented differently. His cadence is I just feel his cadence is is all wrong. His delivery is all wrong. It's not making me feel like he's going places, even though I know he's got the skill, um, the look, you know, um, to be able to do that. Look at Carmelo Hayes and look at Austin Lost in Fury. Enough said. Austin Theory is years ahead of his experience and time in the ring. He he is an excellent in-ring worker. He's smooth. He's fluid. It looks like he does a good job of, of, of listening to the matches being called to him, and he takes that in. And he's really good at his 
his facial expressions and things of that in the ring, but he doesn't believe in himself outside of being inside of the match as much as he does when he's inside of that match. And that's like, right, Dave, I I don't know. That's kind of what I get. Yeah. I, uh, I hate that this match is opening WrestleMania. I, I, I hate the bill. I hate the build to the match because I'm just like, it's Cena buried him and they haven't done much as far as rebuilding theory. And then when he tries to do it himself, he buries himself further and to top it all off. The worst part is do any of us think that Cena is winning this match and taking the United States championship? No. So it's just like, Oh, Dan does. Okay. I do. That's cool. I'm calling I, well, I, I, I can't see if, I if you believe the rumors that he's on raw the next night and loses it to somebody in an open challenge. Well, okay. And there's your Jay white. Match right there. If you wanted to do an open challenge and bring Jay White in, uh, okay. If you're going to do that, or if you want to bring maybe Jay White helps Austin Theory beat John Cena or something. I don't know, but I this this is just like one of these things where, yeah, I don't I don't know how SoFi is going to react to this match opening the show. I mean, they'll be amped because it's WrestleMania and and the, and the energy levels will be at their absolute highest, but. You know, if you had told me that Sammy and KO versus Usos was opening WrestleMania Saturday as the first match, I'd be like, okay, that that might work. Uh, but I, I, I to, just. Uh, I, they needed to make sure the sun was still up so you could see John Cena. I can't see him. Yeah, oh, that's God. true. Once the sun goes down, you can't see him. I have him. the ability at Skype, guys, to mute Dan if you, we want to. No, no, no. D, DP's the man. You know? Us in theory couldn't even get couldn't even get it up to wear a shirt on Wheel of Fortune. So, I, you know, I can't trust him to win this match. So, did you watch Wheel of Fortune? <laughs> I, I like, I, you know, Dan, after listening to you, I, I, I like where you're going with this thing. Cena winning and then open shot. Because that's... <laughs> You guys, the best John Cena ever was when he was the United States champion doing the open challenges, right? That was the best thing ever. You could you could have another oh, NXT yeah. come up, NXT guy. Maybe is maybe this is Braun Breaker's time Braun to come Breaker, up. Braun Breaker, yeah. You know, yeah, come that's up. the only way I see I Austin know. Theory getting over here in this match properly is if John Cena lets him beat the ever living shit out of him like Brock Lesnar did. That ain't happening. Like literally, Undertaker squash. So- well, then he comes out Monday and people just boo the shit out of him. Ooh, you know, the, the John Cena's in the hospital. Austin Theory went too far, you know, or something. There, There's a way to go. And then Austin says, this is my yard now and, and really caps oh, it off. Dave, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to take it to the edge. Every time. This I is there, my yard now. Looks over his shoulder. He's like, oh, no one's there. Tony's on the edge. He just pushes me. <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck it now. laughs> Last thoughts. John Cena, Austin Theory. Um, so Austin Fury wins uh, he's got a win emphatically um, and his promo on Monday has just got to be absolutely nuts and the only way that happens is if he F's up Cena and literally screams in the mic straight after the match um, and then runs a wicked promo on, on Raw the next night different presentation Dave in a vacuum, that sounds great. I don't know if Theory's got what it takes to pull all that off, Kitty. I mean, that's that's my only concern. I, I like, I, you know, I was going one way, but I like Dan's kind of convinced me that Cena wins this thing and there's U.S. Open Challenge and somebody, maybe it's Jay White, maybe it's Braun Breaker, somebody takes that title from Cena the next night and makes it a memorable Raw after Mania. So 
Yeah, I, I think I like Kenny's idea. I just don't know if Theory has what it takes to pull it off. Theory can't cut a promo to save his ass, and it's going to show when he loses this match. John Cena takes the title, brings back the challenge, you know, and then, yeah, somebody comes out, somebody new, fresh comes out and takes the title from him the next night on Raw. And meanwhile, Theory comes out and can't handle everybody booing the shit out of him. And managers come out to start trying to take him on as a client, whoever it may be. I don't know yet. MVP, Paul Heyman, something. Heyman will uh, have nothing comes. to do after Mania. So, you know. Somebody comes and helps him and gives him, gives him a mouthpiece, please. Harvey Whippleman. hey and on that note, let's move on to another match here on night one. Uh, let's do some, let's do a couple things real quick. Braun Strowman and Ricochet taking on the Street Profits, taking on Alpha Academy, taking on the Viking Raiders in a pointless fucking match just to get people on the card, which pisses me off. I think um, you might see the Street Profits split up here, but I'd like Braun and Ricochet to win. Quick thoughts, prediction, Kenny. Um, it'll piss it'll piss you off, but this is gonna be a friggin' sleeper. This match is gonna be a sleeper. It's gonna be amazing. I reckon it's gonna be amazing. Uh, yeah, a couple of things could come out here. Um, maximum male models, Maxine could come out and do her all her ish. But um, yeah, I think uh, the um, I think Street Profits actually win the match. All right, Dave. Yeah, I, I kind of tend to agree with you, Tony. I, I think that uh, I like Braun and Ricochet to win the match. I do see the Street Profits going in a different direction at this point. I think they got to do something with Montez um, and and go in a different direction with him. It, it'll break my heart to see them break up, but you know it's probably time for that. But I do like Braun and Ricochet winning this match. I don't think you know the the heels. No, Alpha Academy. No, Viking Raiders. They might as well go to Valhalla. They ain't winning this match. So, DP, I should have went first. Maybe I can convince Dave to change his vote again. Uh, yeah, Spotfest City. That's all this is going to be. Why is it not for a number one contender? I don't know. I like Street Profits breaking up. I, Alpha Academy, I definitely think, is breaking up with Otis going with the male models thing going on. Uh, so, we might see two sets of teams break up here. But I like the Viking Raiders to win this thing. I think you got to do something with them at this point. Uh, if you're not going to do it, uh, bring it back, Valhalla, whatever, Sarah Logan back. Uh, and it's a decent team to fight against Owens and Zayn once they win the title. So, you know, why the hell not? Dave, does Dominic Mysterio defeat his father at WrestleMania? Hell no. 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 I no, I know. I no, I don't no? think so, man. Everybody no? wants everybody so? wants Dom to get his comeuppance, and this is this is how you get to that point. And I, I, I just I don't see it happening. I think this is where Mysterio gets inducted. Ray gets inducted in the Hall of Fame, and he beats his son. I, Dominic is just a pay, a piece of shit, you know. And, and I mean, he's like he's like right up there in Austin Theory level as far as fuck this dude. But um, yeah, I mean, I I could see Ray putting his kid over to the maximum you know extent by doing it at wrestlemania but i i think ray's gonna ray's been shit on so much in this rivalry that this is this is the the payoff where he beats his son kenny yeah well there's either two things here that happens um one ray just wins um and the you know story's done um or two um dominic wins and then we continue this 
where it leads to a hair versus mass match. And the the amount of heat they have been trying, and, uh, and I'm Latino heat as well, saying he wished he was Eddie. Eddie was his father. the The amount of heat they are trying to put on Dominic is going to continue exponentially by Dominic being able to gloat that he defeated his father on his Hall of Fame weekend. I mean, what if you're truly trying to get this guy over and make this a thing? You got to do this. And I like the idea of the hair versus mask match. I thought it would lead to maybe a retirement match and Rey Mysterio gets his last match at whatever SummerSlam or something. So it's a long way to get there. But I like Dominic winning this thing because he's got all sorts of heat to do that. Dominic sees the error of his ways after a decent little match with his dad who has been in control most of the time and it is pleased to say I'm sorry, please forgive me, Ray accepts those and low blow Dominic wins ultra heat for the summer ring the fucking bell you don't even have to it's so good we don't even need a fucking bell let's move Ding for the low the no mercy video game low blow yeah yeah there you go you you know what I'm talking about uh Becky Lynch Lita Trish Stratus versus damage control I don't love the way they book this at all um but I'm happy to see EO and Dakota get a match with for uh, one future or two future and two current Hall of Famers, because I think that's big for them. And that's the, what I really take out of this. I don't care who wins. Uh, Kenny. Uh, yeah, I, I don't particularly care who wins similar to yourself. Like I like the fact that um, EO and Dakota are getting this shine. Um, I love Bailey anyway, but I, um, I'm hearing that this is. Dead ass. You can still do dead ass on this show, Dave. There you dead go. Ass. I don't know. Vic, Vic. Becky never got inducted, did she, Kenny? I don't think if Becky was. Bailey did. I know Bailey was a member of Team Badass. Oh, yes, there definitely. it is. Ring the bell, DP. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your best friend status is back. <laughs> Thank you. I'm hearing though that uh, this is going to be a setup um, for uh, a Trish Stratus and Becky feud for SummerSlam. So this is there's going to be little little kind of um, things being dropped here and there. Um, as we go along, so yeah, just watch out for that. That means to me that Bailey, uh, uh, I want Bailey to have the title for that. If that happens, that's huge. That could main event SummerSlam if they push Bailey the right way. That Trish is coming back to try and win a no- one last women's title. No, sorry, um, Trish and Becky. Oh, I don't like yeah. that as much. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Dave. I, I, I mean, I've, I've heard this saying things about about Trish and Becky. I, you know, maybe maybe you get some of the origins of that here. But but, you know, the thing I've I've come to realize is Becky Lynch is still pretty damn over. And oh. and, you know, Trish Stratus, very over Lita. Keep her out of the ring a little bit because she looks like she's lost a step, you know, and I'm not trying to be a dick, but just watching her go lately. It's like she looks a little bit slow. I just think I think you know Becky has had Bailey's number you know once she finally got a you know a victory over her uh, I don't know Becky's too over I don't see damage control getting this win I, I I'm I'm gonna go with uh, Becky Lita and Trish and and if Kenny's right then something happens along the way that um, ignites something between Becky and Trish so be it or maybe they maybe they do that are we gonna do WrestleMania 
Backlash again this year? Or, or yeah, it's well, we already started. We already it was WrestleMania. Raw, oh, it's in Puerto Rico, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Bad, bad Bunny. I'm Damian Priest. Maybe they'll just remove the WrestleMania part and just go back to Backlash. I mean, if we're it's bringing Backlash back that ass, then we might as well. <laughs> Well, WrestleMania removed, started it. on Monday with WrestleMania Raw, and it's going to go all the way until WrestleMania Backlash. DP, what are your thoughts here on this uh, six-woman tag? Uh, you know, you mentioned Bailey, but you know we can still talk about Becky. And... I'll play with you, Becky. And, you know, there you go. Keep her in the ring too. Uh, yeah, I, that's about it. Yeah, it. I. <laughs> okay, good job, Dan. Good job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not Trish, much else good to say them thing. As, as Christopher Platt would say for Trish Stratus, them thangs still thanging, you know? So <laughs> I'm pretty sure Trish was uh, a charter member of the team. So, <laughs> Oh, God. There you go. All right. Uh, what else we got here? Night one, Seth freaking Rollins against Logan Paul. Kenny, you talked about matches that could steal the show. We know what Logan Paul is willing to do to entertain people, and I think that's why he's won the respect of so many hardcore wrestling fans or longtime fans fans of wwe who wants to start here uh kenny go ahead yeah this match is going to be wicked man this match is going to be awesome like i there's going to be a lot of you know highs and lows in this match but ultimately rollins needs a win he should win um but yeah this this match i i'm really looking forward to this match and you know what you need to put some respect on Logan's name when it comes to this, you know, to, to the business now because he is showing people actually how athletic he is, how actually he he he's, he is made for it. He he's a natural heel. He's you know good on the mic. Like if he took, not even if he took this seriously because he is taking it seriously. But if he wanted to, he could actually train to be really good, and it would be interesting to see what you know, who he faces next, because obviously we know he's got some kind of a contract where he has, you know, a couple matches a year. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, what does happen next for him. He easily has the potential to be a world champion in WWE. I think 1,000%. Uh, not just in-ring, not just on the mic, but as a person who brings eyes to the business. The guy brings eyes to everything he does. I think Jake Paul shows up and Logan Paul wins here. Seth Rollins is the Teflon man. Period. Point blank. End of story. Um, everyone loves him. It, it, when he shows up to arena, they sing it every time. Dave, we'll let DP finish. Uh, I think I, I'm going to go with like Kenny here. I think Seth needs this win. I, I, I mean, he doesn't need it, but he does. That's kind of like your your noted thing, Tony, that he's Teflon. It doesn't really matter. But at the same time, it kind of does. And you look at what happened last year with him being the catalyst for Cody's run and where he is now. And and I agree with you guys. Logan Paul is a future star in this business. And it's at some point, he's going to have to get that marquee victory over an upper echelon wrestler. Seth is that guy. You know, if, if you're going to try and push Logan Paul, Seth, a win over Seth Rollins, especially if it's clean, accomplishes that. I just kind of think like eh, it might be a little bit too soon for that. So Jake getting involved and in, in helping his brother out, that's a distinct possibility. But I, I like, unlike last year where Seth was a heel and wasn't quite over and, and Cody coming back was, you know, we knew how that was going to go. People really want Seth to win. Uh, Seth has been the recipient of a lot of bullshit <laughs> from Logan in the build to this thing. So I, I think Seth gets a little, 
a little bit of a, the payback here at Mania. I'll take him to win. Yeah, he hasn't really got his revenge quite yet. Logan Paul's knocked him out twice. Uh, will it be thrice? I don't think so. But I like once in uh, a thrice. Once in a thrice time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, it'd be interesting. I think Kenny, what you were think, what you were saying there, if, if Logan Paul was more full time, would be very interesting because yeah, I, I agree with all you guys. He's he's absolutely built for this. He looks phenomenal every time he's out there. And could be just amazing, you know, because he is just a natural heel. Everybody hates him, and he's got the social media backing to to make all this stuff happen, and and make a big 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 matches. And I hope he stay. I hope he continues. I, I don't know. I guess this is, this is kind of his last match on his contract, but so I don't know. I guess maybe that's why I'm thinking Seth Rollins wins this thing here until they figure out everything going forward. Um, but I do like someone getting involved in this match. It would be cool if Jake Paul showed up. I like the idea of maybe Jay White showing up, you know, or somebody showing up to cost Rollins a match if he's going to lose. So um, I'll, I'll stick with Rollins winning this thing if it's clean. Um, but I do like I do like something shenanigans happening. But it, like you said, Kenny, it's going to be one hell of a match. Yeah, I can I can see like a spot happening in this match where, um, as you guys say, you know, does it happen? You know, three times does he get knocked down three times? Maybe he does, and then you know they do a count, and he just that 10, you know, that 10 count and reaches in into the ring. I can definitely see that spot um, happening. But, yeah, it's. I just think this match is really fascinating to see what happens, you know, what comes out of this. Um, we're sure it's a one and done, but what is going to happen for Rollins after this? What's going to happen for, for Logan after this? Very true, very true. You talk about that post-WrestleMania landscape we'll get to that shortly all right gentlemen the only two matches left on night one which one do you think we're going to talk about last let's talk about the usos right now taking on <laughs> kevin owens said yeah you knew that was coming come on now I, I, that's the only thing i thought about all day is how am i gonna put that over um the usos against Sami Zayn and kevin owens i think the usos are plus four thousand to win this match let me go check that once again to make sure. But I think that's what I saw. Dave, you want to see this headline? It. I know Kenny does too. You're predicting it. Kenny's predicting the other match. So why don't you go ahead and tell us what you expect to happen here with the longest reigning tag team champions of all time, right? Well, if there's one of the... If you're going to say one rain or the other has to come to an end, then this is the one that I think comes to an end. I, 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 I think it, like we talked about, Sammy is as over as anybody. KOs is over as anybody. Uh, the stuff that has gone on between these guys. And I think, you know, the bloodline storyline continues on in a different manner after this. But, you know, Jey Uso is, I think, probably the catalyst of whatever's going to happen after WrestleMania. I know a lot of other people have talked about that. Uh, but I think at this point, the crowd is going to want Sami Zayn to have his celebration. And I think, uh, I think they get it. I think at this point, having the Usos lose isn't, isn't going to damage them at all. It's what everybody wants. It's been, I, I mean, when this rain started, I don't think any of us thought it would go on this long. Holy shit. Tag teams don't run for this long. And, and, you know, I, I think also out there is, is the looming possibility, although I don't think they're going anywhere, but, 
FTR's got that match coming up this week in AEW, and and if they lose, you know where they're going to end up. You know, on the SmackDown after what April fifth is that match? You know damn well if they lose that match, they're on SmackDown a week from today. I I mean I don't think there's any doubt about that. I don't think they're losing. I don't think they're going anywhere. But uh, you know, Usos FTR. You know, Usos show up after losing this thing. They're all pissed off at the world. They're talking all this shit. FTR say yeah and it's the revival all over again i mean that would be awesome if they do that i just think i just think it's sammy and ko's time i mean uh, as that would be as marquee a win as you're gonna give the two guys who shunned aw to sign extensions with wwe who everybody and their mother said they need to go they need to jump ship they didn't here's their payoff right here main event of night one of wrestlemania and they win the they, they win the tag titles sorry tony no, no, you're fine. Uh, it, actually, the Usos are plus 9,000 to retain. Plus, no, not 9,000. Usos are plus 900 to retain. But if you want to bet on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, they're minus 4,000 DP. Wow. That, uh, that, that's a favorite. That's, that's a favorite. Yeah, that's not. a betting favorite. You can le- put legit, not cryptocurrency, you can put real U.S. dollars on that <laughs> shit. Yeah, I don't think it's worth uh, four thousand dollars to win a hundred. Sorry, uh, I'd, I'll take the Usos on that. But if I have to take a bet there, just because uh, I better pay out. But I do think Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are winning this thing. I mean, this is this is the beginning of uh, a somewhat downfall of the bloodline. Uh, it's you know this is Sami Zayn's chant time. Uh, you know, it's it just has to happen here. It it does and. Yeah, whatever may happen afterwards, I think. But the summer, the summer of the bloodlines dissension or or fall or crumbling attempts, you know, and we'll continue that storyline with night two. But it, this is this is all for Sami Zayn. I mean, the, yeah, like you said, Dave, the the crowd wants to see this. It has to happen. Sami Zayn has to stand tall, holding the titles with his best friend Kevin Owens, whether it's the end of the night or the second to last match. <laughs> middle of the damn thing or wherever it is. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I think I, I agree with, 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 with DP. I think, um, Usos lose this, um, it's, you know, this, the culmination of such a storyline, how can that end with, you know, Sami Zayn and, and Kevin Owens not winning? And, you know, we'll come on to this later talking about what happens after WrestleMania, but, there is a story for after WrestleMania. You know, there's, there's so many things that can get that, you know, can focus on after WrestleMania, which is the continuation of the, you know, the, um, the cracks in, in the bloodline, you know? Um, and it starts on night one and it will feed into the night two. So I, yeah, I agree with, with, with you guys. I think uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens win and the reception, you know, the pop, when they win, it's gonna be it's gonna be nice, man. How long do they hold those titles, though? And do they get a run back with the Usos? Is that a feud for the summer? I mean, what is the post landscape of those tag team titles? Oh, wow, I, it's, that's a good question. I think it's um, I think they heat I, up. I learned on the I learned asking I learned asking good questions from you. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I, I think you're going to see heating up of the tag division after this because of KO and and Sammy winning, 
which means you can see, you know, your legados, your 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 um your your imperiums, um, you know, come 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 back in, and you're going to see a thriving tag division again. Um, they'll probably, you know, stick the feud, you know, stick them together to keep them those guys together with a feud, you know, maybe for um, a pay per view or two, and just continue to see some good matches. Dave, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think. Um... What's going to be interesting is is the same question that they're asking about the uh, the uh, you know the undisputed championship is are they going to split the tag titles up as well you know whoever whoever comes out of this thing is going to be the unified champion um, but I could see them you know deciding just to you know maybe they just say you know we're gonna we're gonna forfeit one of these titles and and you know we're gonna keep I'm sure they'll keep probably the SmackDown title since that's the premier brand or it's perceived to be. But yeah, I could, I, you know, certainly backlash will be a, a rematch of this sort of thing. I, I would imagine. I mean, I, I think, I think a lot of it does depend on, you know, FTR status. If they, if they are jumping ship, that changes the landscape entirely as to what, what we're doing, you know, and, and you could end up seeing like a triple threat KO and Sammy versus Usos versus FTR slasher revival. I wouldn't be mad at that at all. You know, that, that I'd be fine with that, but I like what you're saying. And Kenny about them heating up the tag team division. There are some good tag teams. You got the Legados out there. You got the Imperiums. You got four really good teams in that one match coming up. You know, Braun Strowman and Ricochet are, are a team to be reckoned with. I think, you know, maybe they are flying under the radar a little bit. You know, we don't. Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, we haven't heard the last of this thing. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I could see them running a few more matches. By the time we get to SummerSlam, should probably know something different. DP, you got a last thought on this one? I mean, considering we're we're talking about tagged other tag teams breaking up and not, not being teams anymore, I don't see a lot of teams on the landscape, honestly. And I, I see them hanging on to both and you keeping these titles unified. I don't want to see them broken up. Let's get one one set of tag titles is all we need. Um, and Usos versus KO and Sami Zayn bringing it back at Backlash, running it back for the last time there and inside a steel cage tag match would be pretty awesome to watch. So that's what I'm going for. And then uh, KO and Sami Zayn will move on to some other whatever matches they decide to go to. But, yeah, I don't see it breaking up for a while. Gentlemen, the rocket that has been strapped to Rhea Ripley has been righteous and rightfully put there. Um, She is phenomenal. And this is coming from someone who thought she was just god-awful when she came up to the main roster for a while. I really did. She just didn't know what she was doing. She was out of place and she just had to get acclimated to her new surroundings, in my opinion, because she was killer in NXT. I just didn't believe in her, but she won me over. And I'm glad to say that I don't know if I was wrong, then I was wrong. But I think I was right in the fact that she just needed to get going. And man, I don't if there's somebody that loses and i'm super surprised by it would be her she's winning this title she's getting her victory over charlotte flair and she becomes another one of the very top echelon of women in professional wrestling kenny yep completely agree um it's time man it's time um they haven't been building a you know as this you know this this you know monster basically as they keep saying the next china like they haven't built her up like that for no reason she's gonna win she's gonna dominate and um 
yeah, it's, I'm excited. I'm excited for the run. Um, she's improved so much more. Uh, judge, you know, Judgment Day was good for her. Um, and uh, even it was even good Dominic. for everybody, but Damien Priest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, and she rightfully deserves to win. And she rightly deserves to win against Charlotte. What happens to Charlotte after? Fuck knows. She's just come back. But yeah, she's the female Teflon one, uh, Dave. You just said it. Yeah, Charlotte, it doesn't matter. She's female she, Teflon. She loses it so she can add another tally. That's what she's right, there yeah. for. She loses her. You know, she taps out to Ronda. She comes back six months she? later and beats her. I'll, sh- I'll shut up after this. But what is she, 14 right now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the only way she gets to 15 is if she loses when she's had her 14th well, yeah, That's yeah. Charlotte Flair. I think. I think. I'll, Rhea, I'll ding my own bell. <laughs> Fuck you, DP. I think. Pussy bell. Jeez. Yeah, I agree. The Rhea wins this match. Would I be completely shocked if Charlotte won? No, because it's Charlotte Flair. You know, but I it would be surprising. But I think, yeah, Rhea wins this thing. She's got the monster push. She's got so much momentum. People are, are just so behind her. I think she wins this, holds this title for a whole year, and next year in Philly she defends against Becky Lynch. There's the match that I'd be like, okay, Rhea versus Becky next year in Philly. Sign me up. But let Rhea have, like, year to run with this thing and i think by the time it's done she'll be one of the biggest baby faces in the company whether they whether she positions herself that way or not people will gravitate to her even more and you know she will go through everybody maybe it's ronda somewhere down the line maybe we get the bianca match somewhere down the line i don't know but i think Rhea wins this thing and holds it till next year dp uh give us the last thoughts yeah. here they 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 found the right persona right character for Rhea Ripley here and and just she has taken that and just dominated and destroyed it all and that oh, I don't want that bell and has, <laughs> has just been a monster Sounds like you're being paid for <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a heel um, and loving it and and yeah and well deserved uh to win this title here and and have a run for a while as the heel um so yeah I, I don't see Rhea Ripley losing this one All right, we're going to take a break here, DWI Podcast. When we come back, we're going to get into night two of WrestleMania. Kenny Killa, Dave Ungar, DPP, and PC Tunney, TriCast, WrestleMania 39, right here, ChairShot Radio Network, always. Use your head. Now a word from my God, our sponsor. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. With attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back. DWI podcast number 371. And I am privileged to be joined by... I don't know, the three guys I've been doing this with the longest, uh, to be honest with you. And the relationship that we have means a lot to each and every one of us. I know that for a fact. I don't even have to ask. Um, you guys are awesome. And, and thank God for wrestling, for bringing people together. In all honesty, it sounds a little weird and a little sentimental. But this is the what we look forward to every year. We're four gigantic WWE fans. And we've been following it for forever we've seen every pay-per-view we've seen every raw we've seen every smackdown you know so thanks for listening to everything that we all do in in different spaces for fuck 10 years guys we've been doing this for almost a decade dave and dp and i and kenny probably 10 years right 
you, you guys are my best friends, and it doesn't matter that we haven't had gay love on six of seven continents. So you know, <laughs> oh, you guys man. are still, these guys All are still right. my buddies. Only, uh, there. I mean, I can't, I can't get the fucking pot as war guys to do their goddamn show. So only on the DWI podcast. Ooh, here we go. Kind of, can you find that thank kind you, of? Thank you, thank uh, you, CM Punk, for that references. How, that about, how about? Did you see Sean? <laughs> what was it? No, it was it easy. Marty Janetti who came out and said something? Yeah, that he said that Sean's straight, and it's like we really have to have this debate. This is the dumbest shit ever. Can I? Anyone for penis? I, I, I can. I just be honest with you? I, I really don't care. I, I don't either. You know, yeah, no, it's funny. It was funny. I'm, I, you know, it was a funny little quip here. All right, let's get into it. Night two, gentlemen. I mean, uh, we're going to get to it. All right, let's get this out of the way. Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez taking on Natalia and Shotzi versus Rhonda and Shayna versus uh, Chelsea Green and Carb. I mean, Sonia Deville. The listen, when you go to WrestleMania, Dave, make sure you find the spot where Carmella's picture is next to, um, uh, Chelsea Greens for the tag match. It's there. I've seen it on social media. It, anyway, okay. I probably spent all of our time there and some by mentioning that. But, uh, Kenny, who you got? Shayna and uh, Ronda um, set them up as number one contenders and, yeah, probably end up taking the titles off of Becky and Lita. Do, does everybody agree with that? If Just shake your head if you do, because I do. DP, do you agree with that or no? Yeah, Dave, Absolutely. do you agree with that or no? No, I okay, then so. DP and I will shut up because Kenny already talked for us. You can go ahead. On I just, I think I like Liv and Raquel here because Liv's been doing such great work and she's as over as anybody. And, and Rhonda's said, you know, talk about CM Punk saying dumb shit. Rhonda said some dumb shit lately, too, that hasn't exactly endeared her to the WWE brass. So normally I would agree with Kenny that, yeah, it's Shayna and Rhonda's to win or to lose. Um, but I think in... You know, Ronda may not be long for WWE at this point in time. And if that's the case, then Liv and Raquel would be the natural next in line. You know, he lives as over as anybody, even though she acts bored as shit when people are talking to her at Knicks games. But it's a Knicks game. So really, right? Did she look bored or did she look like she was all annoyed? She looked like she was coked out. She's been hanging out with Tony Khan. Is that is that what you know? Cocaine's a hell of a drug, Tony. That's what uh, Aesop tells us all, all the time. Well, I don't know. I heard she was in the MJF business. Anyway, this is filthy, dirty show we're having here today, and I am enjoying the shit out of it. Brock Lesnar versus Omos. Um, I, I, I'm okay with it. Uh, I can understand why Brock didn't want to work with Bray, and I don't know necessarily it's the fact of working a match with Bray, but the fact of working a program with Bray. Because what happens with Bray is, uh, yep, that's what happens. <laughs> it's like, so, yeah, what? Uh, really yeah. looked, I love the way in. I love the fact that they got in the ring together. I love the prop bet of Will Brock F5 Omos. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say Brock's going on vacation for a pretty good amount of time, and he'll come back again when you're in for him. Um, I like Omos to win here. And maybe the reformation of the Hurt Business. I was going to say, give me thank, thank God that Bray Wyatt turned day. into turned into <laughs> turned into uh, no show Bray uh, because this is a perfect opportunity to get Bobby Lashley back in the match with Brock Lesnar um, in one way or another because I want that hurt business to come back I want 
Bobby Lashley to join the Hurt Business. Let's get all of them together to beat the shit out of Brock Lesnar and send him away for a while until he comes back and reignites the feud with the Hurt Business. Uh, I think Omos is going to win this thing too. I, I, I just that's kind of what I'm feeling is that this is going to be the reformation of the business, the Hurt Business, and Bobby Lash is going to come down and help him out as well. Business of Hurt, if you will. Oh. Yo, duh. I won't make you follow that, Kenny. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> I, I, you know, this is when you guys might have talked me into something here because I was, I was like, ah, Brock's not. Brock's lost so many matches lately. He's not going to lose to Omos at WrestleMania. But I do like the idea of the Hurt Business reforming. I think if that happens, and yeah, Omos wins his thing. If it stays just a one-on-one, Brock's winning this and then going on vacation for a while. But if the Hurt Business is reuniting and Bobby Lashley's going to get involved then, yeah, I mean, Bobby still owes Brock a little ass whooping here and there. So, yeah, I, I, I like what you guys are saying. Hurt Business reuniting. Omos gets, a, a, I mean, a huge win at this point in time. So you talk about teams that could form and be a formidable challenge to the new champions. Omos and Bobby Lashley, there's, there's as formidable a challenge as you can get. I said last week, I think that Omas winning here sets him up to be a contender for Cody over the summer. Kenny, are you going to tell us we're finally right, or are you going to tell us what's actually going to happen? Oh, man, I hate this whole thing, man. I hate it. Omas is just not, not ready. He's not even ready to be on. He's just not ready at all. He's not ready. And Sometimes you gotta find out or cut bait, and this is it. Sometimes you put the just, U.S. title on somebody who's not ready. <clears throat> Money in the bank. Just overly just pissed off at the fact that I wanted Gunter against Brock. I think that's that's that's. I think that's up. a that's a that could be a WrestleMania 40 match. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but I hope this is a setup for Brock just to, you know, give the big man a German suplex, give the big man an F5 done and just go on holiday for a bit and then come back when he's ready um yeah omos beating brock okay it it gives something to omos but omos is barely on tv like listen why why let brock get over and go on vacation and lose that heat i mean if you're gonna let brock get over then let him lose to cody here in the near future and then go on vacation because that's something I could see happening. But otherwise, what's the point? Brock doesn't need to be put over to go on vacation. No, I just, I just hate that. This is, I just hate the whole thing. I just hate the whole thing. It's a a shit. shit. All right, then I I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to put you in a bad mood. Let's move on. (laughs) He's like, this is the drizzling shits. Can we get to the next match, please? (laughs) Oh, that's DP. He's sealing your line, DP. Drizzling shits, man. Sorry, DP. It's all right. No, no, he stole it from Steve Uh, Allen. No worries. Uh, Edge. Different Steve. I'm hearing. I'm hearing we might get. uh, um, Gangrel, Christian, the whole brood. Thank you. Not Christian, dumbass. Come on. Funny if Christian showed up. Bring them all back. Maybe. Get Rick, Ricky Starks is going to show up with Edge. That's no, I, I actually, a one-day waiver. I'm not I'm just, When I say I heard it somewhere, it's like I'm just telling you guys I read this on the dirt sheets at certain points. Okay, so like, don't like fucking crucify me for this. But Brood Edge with Gangrel coming out for Hell in a Cell 
Um, makes sense because, you know, I'm sure if Damian Priest is out there, maybe he can finally, you know, start getting over a little bit more and, you know, having that kind of dual thing happening on the outside of the hell in a cell. But Edge also said he's got some sick fucking things planned for this. What happened to Edge coming back and like not taking the bumps and Daniel Bryan not coming back and taking the bumps and Paige coming back and sucking? I mean, what about all those things? Ooh, here we go. Still going. We're still on this. I, you know, because <laughs> he wants to do it, because he can do it, and that's this. You know, when you're a wrestler, it's like Ric Flair's wrestling into his 80s. You know, they can't, they can't not do it. They can't not take the bumps. They want to be there. They want to entertain. That's what they're all about, and I love it. And it's, it's gonna be. I don't whatever sick things he's got. I'm sure, but it's. Ain't gonna be anything like insanely sick. It's just you know whatever they want to do some bumps through the tables off. The, you know they're not going off the top of the cage. That ain't happening. So, ain't happening. And I could see Finn. I, I, Finn see might Finn, do something crazy. I, uh, I could see Finn doing something stupid. Yeah, but I'm just never loving the fact in that Demon will before, be has he? Has Finn ever been yeah. in a Hell in a Cell match? We're getting the Demon, right? Does everybody think we're getting the we're getting Demon? The demon. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, that's already been confirmed. That. That's for sure. Yeah, and you guys saw that they're bringing back. They finally got rid of the red cell. Thank God. Yeah. What is it? The 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 old school hell. The old school hell in the cell. They're bringing back. Sweet. I'd love to see him do. I'd love to see him do something like even if it's not in the entrance of you know if he doesn't do the brood entrance or whatever. But if Damian Priest gets involved and gets into the cage and starts beating up Edge and then the brood you know Gangrel comes out or something and. You know, whatever they do makes you know in the I middle mean, of the match or something but but him and edge raising up in the circle of fire and gangrel holding the goblet that's the that's the pop right it's yeah. true it's true it is i mean you know, that, you know something i just open night two if if that entrance opens night two like they bring boop 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 people yeah. are getting going nuts oh fuck we're starting off with the hell and it's a boop 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 this... all the guys out there when are they gonna finally get this thing tied down like, all right they got it tied down to the ground and then all of a sudden dude 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 with all this supernatural stuff going on this is a match where you know they talk about surprises undertaker at, at this point that might be kind of fun to get him injected in this somehow Hell in the Cell, his match. Fine, be that way. Uh, I will. I, uh, I think one of two things is happening, all right? Finn's either doing a coup de grace to top of the cage, right? Or or um, Edge is spearing um, Finn through the cage. Like, through oh, the you get a sex thing. Can't, can't we do both, uh, Kenny? Both. I mean, imagine... Finn doing a coup de grace from the top of the thing like that would be crazy. Do a do a um a a uh, rakishi um in the hay bale um in the hay truck like just you know lay out. <laughs> and, and what a great give... callback! Oh, I could I could I can close my eyes and actually watch me watching not me watching it but I can watch it in my head. Yes, it's beautiful. It's the judgment hay. <laughs> judgment hay. <laughs> Yeah, give yourself right. a call for that. I'm out. And one of the best titles. It could have been one of the best titles ever, except you can't do it today. <laughs> you could put the, you, you know what you should put in the uh, excerpt for the underneath it is I, 
this is DPP, and I really wanted to name this episode Judgment Hay. <laughs> calling it Judgment Hay. I don't care. <laughs> I will change it. <laughs> yeah. Anybody? I, I know. I, I go ahead, Dan. I gave my thoughts on this one. I, I think it's just it's going to be. I don't know how whatever they do with the entrances or whatever. If if they do the brew, it'd be awesome. But. Yeah, I, I just this is gonna be awesome. I love Demon Finn. I think this is gonna be yeah. I think Priest is gonna get involved. I think there's gonna be more than you know, more than one person getting involved in this match, whatever they do. So I'm just looking forward to just a kick ass match between these two guys. For sure, we All have right. to apologize for the for the moment of silence. It's just we were taken aback by the judgment. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's that's exactly it. Yeah, it was it was solid. All right, let's keep moving up the card here. <clears throat> we mentioned Gunther. I love this triple threat match. Gunther, Sheamus, and 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 Drew McIntyre. I hope Sheamus gets his ultimate WrestleMania moment, becoming a Grand Slam champion and winning the Intercontinental Championship, the Intercontinental Title. Uh, doesn't mean this has to be over. Um, him and Drew could actually feud, and Gunther could move on to you know a title picture kind of thing. Um, I definitely think he's ready, but yeah, banger after banger, and and this one's gonna hit real hard. DP, yeah, this is just gonna be a, just an hard hitting ass kicking fest, which is really gonna be awesome. You know, when whenever you have Gunther in the ring, and these are three big boys that are going to go at it. I think it's going to be fun. I would love to see Sheamus win it and get that, uh, get all the titles there uh, into his repertoire. But I, yeah, I'd love Gunther moving on. I, I think he's like, I think you're right. He's ready. He'd be a good person to wrestle Cody Rhodes, but I'd like to see him win the title then. So I don't know when you put him into that match, you know, to have him take that title because, you know, we talked about, Gunther versus Lesnar potentially at next WrestleMania, you know, for the title would be pretty kick ass. You know, I'd, I'd love to see Gunther get it sooner than later, but I don't think he's going to, if he's, even if he's the one to dethrone Cody, it ain't going to happen anytime soon. Uh, so, you know, I'd see Cody losing it at, at, at a WrestleMania if he's going to lose it. So um, I do like Sheamus winning this thing. I, I think it'd be cool to see that, you know, I don't think anybody loses anything if, if they lose this match. So just looking forward to just, people getting their ass kicked in this one. It's just going to be so physical. It's going to be so much fun to watch. Dave? This is the uh, match of the weekend, fellas, right here. I'm calling it right now. This steals the entire weekend. Uh, I'm pretty sure that I, and I'm so torn because I love all three guys. I I really do. I I would love to see Sheamus get that win for the Grand Slam. Gunther is is just, I mean, a, a mountain of, just greatness right now in front of you watching him evolve into the champion is I, but you guys know this. I mean, Tony, I know you know this. I I'm picking drew to win because I think I want drew to have that moment that he never had at WrestleMania 36. I know it's not the world title. I want to see him get that marquee win in front of fans. They didn't give it to him against Lashley. I think this is one where they could give it to him. I, I like drew McIntyre to win intercontinental championship here but you know if it's in either of the other two guys i'm not going to be disappointed either but i do think this match steals the entire weekend kenny 
not only do I want you to give your thoughts on this match and what happens, but I'll also follow that up with what's Gunther's post WrestleMania landscape. Okay, so to start off with with this match, um, in the words of Biggie, this is three big meaty men slapping meat. Um, yeah, this this match is gonna be bang, literally gonna be a banger. Um, Gunter, uh, what a build he's had. What a build from the Rumble. Like, literally, Triple H has set a precedent for seeing what he would be like with a title and a long title run. He has been amazing as the you know, Intercontinental Champion, and he's brought it back. Um, now, post, uh, or, well, the, the result of the match, um, it's, it's a funny one because I think whatever happens for Sheamus, right, um, it, it's a hill. It's a hill. It's a hill thing, right? Because if he wins, he beats he beats um, Drew to do it. All right. So although he's got you know the big win, he's beaten Drew to do it. Um, and um, yeah, if Drew if Drew loses, I'm oh, sorry, if Drew wins, then they carry on their feud, and Sheamus is the hill. Yeah, so it's it's whatever happens for Sheamus, it's going to be a heel thing. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Now for Gunter, after he is definitely going to be, I think he's definitely going to be the next one for for you know for the champion. Yeah, whether they decide to split the titles, he will be the 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 one B as the heel, you know, um, with that title, or he you know to keep the titles together, he will win that title eventually, whether it's from Cody or from you know from someone else. Uh, but it's time, it's going to be time for Imperium to run roughshod over everyone once Gunter has his time to run for the title. All right. Okay. Um, so we we all have Gunther losing here. Yeah, I sure. think that's, yeah. Okay, I've changed my prediction. Gunther wins. Uh, let's yeah. move on. There's only two more matches left in the entirement of this WrestleMania card. And I don't know. I'm, I'm the only thing I'm disappointed in is the fact that those fatal four ways aren't like number one contenders matches, you know, that, that, that just doesn't make any sense to me. They but, might be by the time we get there, you never know. Let's get to something that, that does make sense. And it's Bianca Belair versus Oscar. Kenny, real simple question. Is Bianca ready for Asuka? Uh, I think yes, uh, she is. Um, I think they're looking to build a long reign for Bianca. And I think that this match is a setup for Asuka to really unleash that, you know, her new gimmick, her new pers- or her new old persona. Um, so because of this loss, we'll start to see some, you know, uh, a new presentation, like proper presentation, Asuka going a little bit crazy or whatever. And r- again, running rough shot like Kana used to, um, and literally just kill everyone. <laughs> just kill everyone. Um, so yeah, Bianca wins. DP? I don't think she's ready for Asuka. I- I'm loving the, I'm Ooh. loving the change, the Asuka kind of change over there. Um, I'm ready for an undefeated streak for Asuka to come back. You know, everybody fucking loves her, you know, and wants her to win this match, I think. And I personally think Belair is ready for a heel run. And I could see this being the catalyst for that to turn over and be the <laughs> PC's not happy with that pick. 
with uh, Bianca going heel and and making a run there and whatever happens after that. But I, I, I think everybody is ready for Asuka to be back on top of the mountain and, and have a good title run, do what she was doing in NXT. Kind of like you said, I mean, running rough shot, beating, beating everybody going on, go just go on a huge run, uh, you know, kind of like Roman did, you know, but, but a little more, a little more consistent wrestling matches. Cause Asuka will do that and have her beat the crap out of everybody until somebody's ready to take her down. And let that be a year or two from here, but I'm liking an Oscar run right now, so I'll tell I'll pick her. Dave, I am with Kenny on this one. I think it's Bianca to win this thing. I, I agree with him that they're trying to build her even more. She's um, she's one of the most recognizable female faces in WWE, and and getting bigger all the time. Um, I I do throw a caveat in here like um you know talking about surprises i know there's rumors about Kyrie saying perhaps coming back to wwe kabuki warriors reunion enabling oscar to win the title from bianca that would be really cool to see that's at least a remote possibility if they do go in that direction but otherwise I, yeah I, I love the changeover in oscar i love her going back to kind of her you know, more of uh, the way that she was before, even before she, what was, what was her persona? Kana? Was that who she was? Kenny? Um, mm-hmm. yep. So she's kind of in that persona right now. And, and I think that's a more dangerous version of Asuka. But I, I think this is, this is another opportunity to give Bianca a statement victory that they didn't want to give it to her. You know, they didn't want to put her in this situation with Rhea because they know she would have got, got sucked under the, tsunami of popularity that is Rhea Ripley right now so this new version of Oscar is the best way to get Bianca to that next level and and that's what I think happens although I would not rule out something happening if, if they've pulled off something to get Kyrie back I think D- DP brought up what what I want to have happen and I think you could do it in an interesting way here um, I initially thought Asuka would win and we'd see the dark Asuka we're all talking about, which be the persona in WWE, right? Like so the, the slow transition into it. And that'd be cool. And that's kind of what I thought. But you know what? I want Tez to go heel. And I think a really great way to do that is have a, you know, kind of shady thing happen between him and Dawkins on, on the night one, right? Where you look at like, why did Tez do that? You know, like Dawkins didn't deserve that. And then night two, he helps Bianca win in a shady way and, and Bianca ain't happy about it, you know, and that's a really good storyline because then you have this animosity between Bianca and Tez. We all know they're actually married in real life. Like they're actually together. So like those things crossing over where they're at a red carpet for something and they're like, you know, yeah, when we're on TV, I really hate him. You know, they're kind of fake selling it as like real actually happily married people while on tv they make you question whether or not you know when everything you know what i'm saying like that's where wwe thrives that's a vince mcmahon thing that's proven moneymaker is life being questioned within that you know suspension of reality while you're watching wrestling so yeah bringing real life into yeah the storylines is yeah, that's that's a hundred percent. Vince McMahon loves to do that stuff, and it works. Like you said, it 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 has worked time and time again. 
I, yeah, I, I no disagreements with that. Having said that, I'm really not sure I wouldn't bet on this match. Um. <laughs> this is a tough. One. This is a tough one. I mean, one of the out of the matches that are the toughest to call. This is what top three. Yeah, for sure. We got one thing left to talk about. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head, Kenny. I would like you to uh, take us through the segment that we're going to finish with here of Roman Reigns and Cody. So you ask the questions, you run the room, and let us know what you want to talk about and what you want to hear from us about one of the most anticipated championship matches in WrestleMania history. Wow. Um, What do you want to talk about? Want to hear from you guys? What have you guys thought about the build um, for Cody since um, Royal Rumble up until this point? Um, along with the promos that he's done um, with Roman on on um, on Raw and on SmackDown, um, and in, in, and their chemistry together. I go to you first, um, Dave. I think they've done a pretty good job with this. I, I and um. They have, <laughs> they've had to kind of go on a razor's edge with this whole Sami Zayn situation, and try and and build up anticipation and believability for this Cody Rhodes Roman Reigns match, knowing that a lot of the fans wanted Sami to get involved. But I think you know, putting kind of putting Dusty Rhodes as as this this out there sort of figure that unites these two guys and, and wrapping things around that and and cody being you know just kind of you know roman doing his thing cody doing his thing paul Heyman being brilliant in between all that stuff but i've i've loved the promos i've loved the work that these guys have done i think that they've built it up as as well as they could and they've gotten to the point where you know the finish the story sort of angle it, it has worked very well and, and you know you're at the point where Cody beating Roman is believable. And up until this point, when you look at all the other people who have stood in front of Roman Reigns the last, at least the last year and say, is this, is this guy beating Roman? Is that believable? And even guys like, you know, John Cena and Brock, you're like, no, that's not the guy. That's not the guy. That's not the guy with Cody. You're like, okay, this might work. You know, I could see this guy being the guy to finally end this run and, 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 you know, the, the promos that they've done with each other, the stuff he did with Solo, I thought was fantastic. The match they had on Raw was solid. You know, not great, but solid. And, and I, I've loved what they've done. I think it's, 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 it's like Tony saying, one of the most anticipated main events in WrestleMania history for a reason. Most of that's because of Roman and the work he's done. But, yeah, I think that's the biggest compliment you can give him is, is it believable that Cody Rhodes can end this run? Yes. And I think that's the biggest testament to these guys. Um, DP, DP um, following on from, you know, from, from my initial question, I also want you just to tell me as well, um, the, with this feud, it's obviously got loads of people over, um, including Solo Sokoa. Do you see, you know, shenanigans happening within the match, the body of the match as well? Well, I'll start with, the, yeah, the buildup to me in some areas felt a little awkward i thought you know i I felt like they i don't know picked 
they started with the whole Dusty Roads going down the Dusty Roads line, and then you know, Cody was trying to shift it towards like, well, I need this. Like, stop. We need to stop talking about my father, you know, and all that. But then his whole build when he came back was about getting the title that his dad never got. Like, so I mean, dive into it. You know, dive into one way or the other. That's cool. I would have no problem with that. And I think people could have dug really into. I'm doing this for Dusty. I'm doing it for my dad. You know, we're gonna we're gonna be on top of the mountain, you know, as champion. And then obviously they had that opportunity, you know, with Roman Reigns being trained by Dusty. They they you know slowly got they got into that a little bit. Um, if they would, I thought they could have just they could have dug into that even more. I felt you know so I got, in some of the cases it felt a little awkward, but I do love Cody Rhodes' story of you know getting to the top of the mountain and getting that title that his dad never got thing. It was just is, is a fantastic story to for people to get behind, you know, and, and for everybody that knows Dusty Rhodes and, and grew up with him too. Um, so, I, I did, I do love the build, even though in some cases, it, it to me it felt a little awkward. But and I, and it is believable that everybody wants to see Cody Rhodes win this thing and, and wants to see him get there and and do it for the family. And they, I thought they did a decent job of trying to get you know him with Sami Zayn and not you know, push him out of the way necessarily being, being on his side as a, as you know, I want you to win it too. You, we, we both should be doing it. We both should be headlining it. It was great. And I think it, it helped soften the blow knowing that it's going to be Cody and not Sammy. Um, but Sammy's going to get his, you know, in night one. So it's, I think it's, I think it's going to work out well. Uh, what was question two? I uh, no, question two was around, um, so to you, Tony, after, um, if this feud has um, <laughs> it's culminated in a lot of get over, uh, you know, so Solo Sokoa being one of them, do you see some shenanigans um, happening in the, in the body of, of, of the match, um, which means that people like Solo Sokoa or maybe even um, Sami Zayn, um, uh, Kevin Owens, Usos being involved? Yeah. Um... I think the only possible one would be solo, um, but I feel like it's it's going to be Roman Reigns saying, "I'm doing this. This is my this is my show. I'm the tribal chief. I'm going to go out there and show you how it's done. I don't want anybody coming to my aid. I can do this by myself." And I think that's going to help, uh, you know, that story go through summer as well because he didn't ask for anybody's help. You know, the dissension will continue uh, when Cody Rhodes win this thing. Roman Reigns goes away for a little while. And the other three are left, kind of trying to figure out what to do and pick up the pieces. But I don't, I, I, I don't think I see anybody coming to the aid of Roman to help him uh, because he's going to be the one to insist that he can do this on his own. He's going to do this on his own. He, we've seen him do it before, you know, keeping keeping the rest of the bloodline in the back. Don't come out and help me. He said it. He's done it before. I think he does it here on the on the big stage that this is his spotlight and he doesn't want anybody else to take it. Tony. It's interesting. There's prop bets for WrestleMania, actually. Um, and one of them is is interference on this match. It, it's it's pretty cool. Um, I, I There has to be interference. It's, it's all part of the story, right? I mean, Cody's slowly been overcoming each different thing. Um, as everything has been built up, he's... He's been in matches all leading all the way up to WrestleMania, which doesn't make sense for people going into a match at WrestleMania. They usually don't, or they're in tag matches or something. 
You know what I mean? It's usually not like Cody's been building that. I think the one big thing from the whole promo side with Cody and one thing that I, I always try to notice genuine emotion. The love Paul Heyman has for Cody Rhodes is real. Because if you watched him stand across uh, the ring from him in one of the last promos where him and, and, and uh, the bloodline were in the ring, Paul Heyman's just glaring at a, at a kid he can't stop being proud of. And you could see it in his eyes, no matter how he wanted to portray himself that night. That's what came across to me, and it came across very fervently. Um, but now to stray away from PC Tunney, get serious for a minute, here's some Mania prop bets. Will Randy Orton appear during WrestleMania? Uh, yes is plus 100, no is minus 140. So that means they really don't fucking know. What will happen during the Rhodes versus Reigns match? Solo Sokoa interferes, minus 2,000. The Usos interfere, minus 1,000. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens interfere, minus 500. Rikishi appears, plus 1,000. The Rock appears, plus one. Thousand. That means Vegas is betting on Solo, the Usos, Sammy, and Kale all interfering in this match. That is my answer to your question, sir. Good day. <laughs> Predictions then, guys. Who's winning? Dave. I, I think, you know, I like the idea of all this interference taking place. Romans retained the title numerous times due to the numbers game. I think that, you know, everybody gets involved. That is going to open the door for Cody to get the win. And he ends Roman's run. And then Roman blames the rest of the bloodline for his failure. And he leaves for a few months. I think, yeah, I got, I got Cody Rhodes winning it. I, I like the idea of Roman Reigns getting to that thousand days as champion, but I just don't think it's going to happen. I just it, everything's building towards this this Cody Rhodes standing tall, doing it for his dad, doing it for himself, and Roman Reigns. If he's taking time off, you know this is the perfect opportunity to do that and to, like you said, Dave, you know, blame the rest of the bloodline and walk out and say I'm I'm done with this. I've had enough of you guys you know, I'm out of here and disappear for a little while. So Cody Rhodes standing tall at the end of night two. Especially if Sammy and if the Usos lose night one, Roman's going to be all pissed off at them anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. Funny. All right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. Um, I guess I would have to go with Cody if I got to put money on it. I guess I would have to say everybody I mentioned is, you know, losing money straight up uh, to interfere will interfere. So it's interesting. How do you finish the night, right, with all this interference? Do you finish it with KO and Sammy celebrating in the ring with Cody? Do you finish it with Randy coming out celebrating with Cody? I, I think you're right. Randy's Monday. I think all these people interfere, but at the end, it's just Paul and Roman and Cody. And I think Cody closes the show celebrating with Dustin. 
I do. Why wouldn't, yeah. why, I mean, Tony Khan wouldn't say no. And Vince and Hunter would, it's a moment. That's, that's, that's giving, that's giving Dusty credit for fucking putting over the goddamn pizza gimmick and fucking creating NXT for your ass. Right? Okay. Look at all the stars in this fucking show that are carrying this goddamn WrestleMania. Thank you, Dusty. I like that. I, I like. I, I do like that. Is um, Dustin under contract with AEW? Does anybody no, know? He he is. He is. But Tony's not going to say no. There's no fucking way in hell. I, yeah, I would have agreed with you up until the point that they did the next. They did this NXT pay per view opposite Double or Nothing within the last couple of days. Yeah, I just can't see a contracted AEW guy being on the biggest like their main. You know, the showcase of the mortals. Unless like it's the- Ricky Starks, Kenny. Unless I'm just, I'm just giving you, I'm just giving you. Th- you know, y'all loved it though. Y'all loved it. I did. I'm not gonna lie. Absolutely. I, I was. Should I'm, I'm gonna bring it up. It I'm gonna happen. predict it. I mean, come on. Where you been for ten years? <laughs> um, the thing that though that um has pissed me off about this is the fact that people are talking about this thousand days. What? Who? Where did this come from? Like that, a thousand Greg days De- is a thing. From Greg DeMarco, yeah. It's nothing. It doesn't. What does a thousand days mean? It doesn't mean anything. And it to does. think that you put that in a storyline, a thousand days. What does that mean? It's not three years. It's not. It doesn't mean anything. Like it's just a big round number. Like it literally does not mean. Well, I mean, it meant a lot to Chris Jericho and Dean Malenko. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Kenny, you've asked us wonderful questions and led the best segment of the show. What are your thoughts here on this match? Who wins? What happens post-mania? Cody wins, man. Cody wins, takes it down. Hard, hard-fought match um, with some, you know, going to overcome uh, you know, some hard times within that match. And then, yeah, we'll see. We'll see, you know, a, a, a crossroads for the win. Um, and, yeah, after Mania, Roman goes. We'll see his next opponent. We'll see Cody's next opponent on Raw. So whether it's Orton or whether it's Rawlins, we'll see something happen then, or even whether it's Jay White. Um yeah, um, it, it, the, the the fact that everything looks fresh, it looks fresh. Road looks fresh for Cody because he's only really feuded with Rawlins, and then he's come back, and it's the Rumble, and then it rains. So he's got all of these guys to feud with, man. Um, you already got backlash, you know. Um, if it doesn't if it doesn't go with a uh, you know a a, uh, a multi man match, um, it's Puerto Rico. Maybe they're gonna heat up Damian Priest. Maybe Damian Priest against um, uh, what's it called Cody because it's Puerto Rico. You don't know. You know what WWE is like. Um, but SummerSlam I, is the big destination. That's um, not a bad call. Yeah, and SummerSlam is the next big destination. Um, Money in the bank is going to be interesting. Who's the next person to have to get that? Really, you know. Theory. Again, dude. Seriously, I was fucking. <laughs> What what a maybe? I mean, oh, there's some that oh that that's polarizing though. 
Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's going to be a good year for Cody. Good year for Cody. It's just going to be interesting to see how much more over he can get. Um, he's the right face, I think, you know, that WWE want. The, you know, the, the suit wearing, um, you know, good looking guy kind of thing. Um, uh, yeah, and I just want to see what he'll be presented like as a champion. Is he going to be that Ric Flair, you know, kind of wearing the suit, holding the, the, the title um, in his hands rather than, you know, kind of round his waist kind of thing? what Nick Aldis tried to put, portray, you know, is, is, are we going to see that kind of Cody? Hey, it, you know what? But if you're wearing it to the ring, that's, you know, not putting it behind your back and just seeing the front of the, sh- I don't like that carry over the shoulder thing, you but know, whatever. Rumors, rumors I've heard of, of a new championship belt, one single belt. Is you, yep. Do we see that capping and get displayed at raw? Does, does Cody get the one to debut that if it happens? Uh, or maybe they've already got it. Like remember when Kofi won a few years ago and they immediately replaced the belt with the one that Kofi won. Got rid of Daniel yeah. Bryan's uh, echo friendly. <laughs> I got a question for Kenny though. You going to money in the bank, Kenny? Um, bro, don't. That's a sore subject because we're <laughs> confused. No, no, no. We put hotels and everything. What we're confused about over in the UK is whether the combo tickets are just, they're just the tickets, you know, or whether they're going to do single sale tickets. That's what we're all confused about over here because single sale tickets hasn't been announced or anything like that. They announced this big, you know, um, combo ticket um, pre-sale and, and general sale. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. We, we're planning to go. We've got plans. I've already booked, booked, tic- um, booked a hotel and everything like that. We've already got plans. So it all depends on whether these single tickets are actually going to be announced. It's only three day, three months away. So I mean, it's it's almost here. That's pretty crazy, actually. Yeah, there was no clear indication of whether that you know the combo tickets are the tickets because that means people have to then do SmackDown and um, you know uh, and uh, the pay per view. Um, so we're all assuming that the you know the the tickets, the combo tickets, are just the tickets, and if that's the case. I ain't going because we didn't, you know, we tried to log in. Literally 30,000 people took that thing in a minute, in a minute. So. Rough. Well, I don't want to add on a sour note. So I'm just going to tell you guys, I'm going to steal 10 more minutes of your time. DP, take one more break. And when we come back, I have WrestleMania trivia for you mofos dwi 371 tricast attitude of aggression sunday segue kenny killer dave ungar dpp pc the ogs right here we'll be back Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Blame it on the goose, got you feeling loose, blame it on the drum. 
Everybody's favorite time on the DWI podcast. Blame it on the alcohol trivia WrestleMania edition. Gentlemen, I asked these questions to Rob and DJ a, a couple weeks ago. And since I know nobody listens to the show that comes on the show, huh. I can ask them again to the three of you. <laughs> oh, so well, Dan, that, Dan listened to it. Self-incriminating as well. Did, does, did anybody hear those questions? Okay, good. That's what I thought. All right, here we go. Uh, we're going to do the code of honor here. So I'm going to give you guys the amount of time and you don't have to write it down. Just get your answer, lock it in. Don't change it after the other guy gives his answer. I trust all you guys. We got three questions. Here's the first one. Here we go. Who has competed in more mania matches than any other female superstar? Guys, understand the question? Any questions on the question? Excellent. You got 30 seconds. are still thinking. Dave, I think, is debating between two. DP looks like he doesn't have a clue. Uh, we'll start with DP. Uh, I went with Lita. Okay, DP locks in his answer with Lita. Dave? Um, I'll go Charlotte. Dave locks in his answer with Charlotte. Kenny, uh, he, he looked like he think he knew the answer. Dave looked like he was debating between two. Kenny? Natalia. DP says Lita, Dave says Charlotte, Kinney says Natalia. We're all wrong. Dave and DP, <laughs> Kinney, sexy ding. Kinney, for a bonus point since you got it right, what's her record over seven matches at WrestleMania? Oh, um, uh, two and five. Dave and DP, you both have five seconds to think of your answer. I got, I got my answer. It's like a steal Dave, situation, huh? Right. Dave, do you have your answer? Three and four. Uh, uh, DP? Zero. Damn. All right, the score after round <laughs> one. Kenny won. Dave, zero. DP, zero. The answer is one and six. Yeah. Oh, so close. Yet yeah. so, so far it's close away. Going Question over. two. Hey, it, it doesn't matter here. Damn it. Question two. We spoke of F5s being needed, possibly in the Omos and Brock Lesnar match. And whether or not Brock Lesnar F5s Omos is an actual prop bet for WrestleMania, which is pretty cool. I love the fact that we got prop bets on WrestleMania, right? Makes it like it, it's in that echelon of the Super Bowl anyway. So my question to you guys is, how many F5s did Lesnar need to end the Undertaker's WrestleMania streak? 
Dave looks the most confident here. What do you got, Dave? Three. DP looked a little less confident, but still confident. DP? Well, I mean, he only needed one because he pinned him after one of them. But uh, the, I guess the real answer you're looking for is a total of five throughout the match. <laughs> Kenny? Yeah, three. Three is the answer. Oh, DP, you, you get a staunch. <laughs> Kenny with two what, points, Dave with the, one point. DP yeah, what the announcer said he was going for a triple, right, Kenny? That's that's the only reason I knew it was three, because he said, going for a triple. That's okay. Kenny leads two to one things. over Dave, and DP is being a very gracious host. We have one <laughs> question left, but there's four points here in this question. Talk about a tri-cast. Uh, tri we have a quadruple point question. Here we go. Considering when we're recording and when this show will debut, four cities have hosted WrestleMania three times. Which four cities have hosted WrestleMania three times? So I need you guys to figure Let's out four cities. Here we go. Four cities, three times hosting WrestleMania. We're coming to the end of our Jeopardy theme. I'm going to restart it to give you some more time. I can't wait to watch WrestleMania. Your extra time comes with me singing. Sorry, you all had to hear this. Oh, all right. DP's invoking the ice distraction. He's trying to ice the other contestants. Well done. DP. I got. I need a comeback here. Yeah. All right. Which means they have um, to get three. Of, they can only get one right, which is impossible if they're only going to get one right. So deep, we're going to go from lowest points to highest points, and I'm not going to tell you what's right or wrong. So four cities have hosted WrestleMania three times. And oh, three uh, times? I, I, okay, shit. shut up. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I emphasize hosted, and, and I emphasize the fact that you're listening to this podcast having dropped before the current WrestleMania um, DP, what are your answers? Damn, I thought maybe it was only two. Uh, New York City, New Orleans, Los Angeles, Dallas. Okay. Dave, you had one point coming into the round. What are your answers? Um, New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, Detroit. Kenny, you were in the lead coming in the round. What are your four answers? Okay, mine is New York. I also have LA. I've got Dallas. Um, and I've got um, Miami. Miami was the other thought I had. Okay. DP, you get one point. Damn it. Seriously. Or no, two points. Sorry. You get two points. What were your answers? Oh, I already deleted them. Uh, New York, New Orleans, Dallas, 
and uh, Los Angeles. New York and Los Angeles are correct. Dave, I'm going to give you the extra point because Rosemont, Illinois, that's Chicago. Chicago. Chica- that's Chicago. I count that. So, DP, I want to bid you adieu. Dave and Kenny, you're tied. Oh, so, gives me time bonus round is real easy here. We're going to go until uh, among them, there's 12 WrestleManias. Name the WrestleManias until you can't. So I need the number of which there's 12 of them. They they all hosted four cities, hosted three times. Which number WrestleMania did they host? You don't have to give me the city. Just give me a WrestleMania. And if it if one of them cities hosted it, I'll count it. Kenny has stayed up the latest and was in the lead going into the final round. I'm going to let him go first, Dave. One. One is correct. Dave. Two. Two is correct. That's L.A. New York, L.A. Go ahead. Kenny. Uh, uh, the, 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 um, four. No. Oh, four was not in Atlantic any of city. those cities. Four was in Atlantic City in New Jersey. Trump, it was one of two manias at the Trump Plaza. Dave, yeah, you Trump, one. What's Trump that? Plaza. What city is Trump Plaza in? Atlantic City, New Jersey. New Jersey, uh, not New York. Uh, if, you, if I got you on the big four, Kitty, you would have known this. But sorry, that's on me. And then I got to beat you right here by saying WrestleMania 7. WrestleMania 7 was in L.A. Dave is the winner. That was Blame It on the Alcohol. Nice one, Dave. Sorry, Kimmy. Well, it's as simple as this. Just when they think they got the answers, I change the culture. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Yeah, go he ahead. Should, he should change that now to just when they think I have the uh, questions, I change the continent. There you go. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get out of here, Thanks, DP. <laughs> Let everybody know where they can find you. He's losing it. He's Sorry. Lost it. Uh, you can find me. You can find me on Twitter at Attitude Dag. That is at Attitude A-G-G. Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression. And remember to send all your hate tweets to at Wrestling Realist. Tony, can you yeah. spell that for people? That guy. Yeah, yeah. F-U-C-K-M-Y-A-S-S. Go ahead, DP. No, you can find me all over the world at social media interwebs. And it's me, DPP, and this show at Podcast DWI and at Facebook.com slash DWI Podcast. <laughs> My name is PC Tunney, and you can find me wherever beautiful wrestling is happening. And by that, I mean the WWE, because you're an idiot if you like almost anything else. Uh, uh, yeah, I said it. Suck it. Kenny, how about you? Uh, well, you can find me um, on Twitter at Kenny Killer. All right. That's it. Show's over. The Mean Street Posse song is playing. Anybody have anything to add? WrestleMania. Baby. Uh, a scale of one to my nipples are hard for WrestleMania. My nipples are hard. Yeah.
guys think it's the missing continent? That's, that's kind of what I'm wondering. <laughs> Sounds like a Pluto situation. The title of the episode. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.